Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unbound and Rewound podcast, a horror podcast where all the movies are rewound and the books are unwound to look deeper into their bone chilling anatomy. I am Avery, your host, and thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of 2023 and the very first episode of the third season. Now, if you're coming back from previous seasons or just taking a look through my previous episodes, you're probably wondering, where did this change come from, right? Because I used to be bright and purple and just talk about all kinds of movies and books, and that's because I'm just very indecisive as a person. And I finally doubled down and realized that even though I try to include every single movie and book genre that I can, I always find my way back to horror. In this two-month break that I took between season two and three, I really just kind of made the decision that it's time. It's time to convert. And so now I am a fully horror fiction podcast and I'm very excited because I do feel like this is going to bring so many new people and even old not like old age people but (laughs) old listeners um together to learn more about horror and maybe even find a new love for different subgenres of horror or horror as a whole. I have so many fun things planned for this season and just the podcast alone, so I really do hope that you stick around to enjoy those. But for this very first episode, I'm not talking about one movie, but many movies. All of the horror movies to come in 2023. I only chose a few though because there are a lot of horror movies, and something about 2022 was that us horror fans, we were eating. We were f- so fed and so full by the time that December rolled around. We had X by Ty West, along with Pearl by Ty West. We had Barbarian. We had Bones and All, which was a very, very interesting horror romance. And I never realized my my need for horror romance more than more than the one that I discovered as I watched that movie. The Invitation, which was a vampire movie, and you know I love my vampires. So there were so many good horror movies, and arguably bad, but still, who's counting? I would say men, but you already know how I feel about that movie. Anyways, there were a bunch of great and subjectively bad horror movies that we all enjoyed in 2022. And 2023, I think is out to take the reins from 2022 because there are so many remakes coming out. There are so many original movies coming out. And I think we're going to have another good year as horror fans. Before I get into any of that, I want to say thank you again for tuning in, listening to this episode and the podcast, and trusting me to guide you in the right direction of the horror movies that you should be watching. I think I want to start with talking about the remakes and continuations of franchises because I don't really have too much else to say on them because they're already good, you know, horror horror movies um, as is, but there are a lot to get through. So I first want to talk about The Final Destination 6. 
which is in pre-production. There isn't necessarily a date in which it's it will be released, but I know a lot of people have been waiting for this time to come because the last Final Destination was five, and that came out in like, I don't even know, 2014 or maybe even before that, and we've been needing another one. And so I think this one is set on a cruise, maybe? I saw I saw some type of promotional poster for it, and maybe it was just something that the internet came up with. Very, very well could be. But I'm excited for it because I love the Final Destination movies. They definitely scarred me as a child. I've never been to a tanning bed, not that I need it as a black woman, but <laughs> um, I've never wanted to go because, uh, because I'm scared. The next remake that we have going on is The Lost Boys. And I'm very excited about this because I absolutely love the original Lost Boys. And, you know, movies that are remade from the 80s or even 90s, sometimes they're questionable. And I, you know, I think that the production crew try really, really hard, either try really, really hard to be different or try so hard to be just like the original that it just, sometimes it falls flat. But... This movie is actually going to star the main protagonist of the remakes of the It franchise, Jaden Martell and Noah Jupe, which I don't think I've ever seen anything with him in it, but it has been picked up by Warner Brothers. But yeah, so I'm very excited to see what they do with that, where they take it, and just how they translate it into our modern society. Unless they remake it and do like the 90s or something. But who knows? That's what that's in pre-production as well, so we will definitely see in the months to come. Another remake that is in pre-production is Nosferatu. Hello? Oh my god, I am so excited for that. Because Nosferatu is one of the very first, like, vampire movies and monsters that we ever saw, right? And I have been made aware that Nosferatu is a little anti-Semitic, but he's also queer. He's a queer icon. So, there's, you know, it's a double-edged sword. The cast is still kind of building, but I believe there is one person who is confirmed to be in it, and that is Nicholas Holt, who was in Warm Bodies, and of 2022, he was in The Menu, which he did a great job in. He never really fails, I don't believe. Other people that are in talks of it are Lily Rose Depp and Bill Skarsgård, I believe, but Lily Rose Depp may be replacing Anya Taylor-Joy, which I'm a little upset about because... If you have listened to any other podcast episode that I've talked about, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, you know I love Anya Taylor-Joy. She was also in the menu with Nicholas Holt. She also did a phenomenal freaking job. And I just feel like Nosferatu is, that's, that's where she needs to be. But instead, because of scheduling conflicts, I'm pretty sure she's not going to be doing it because of the Super Mario Brother movie. I think that's ridiculous. But to each their own, you know? Another, well, it's not a remake. Um, a Another continuation that we have, which is actually scheduled for March 23rd, Scream 6. Ah! I am, I'm so excited for Scream 6 because Scream 5, 
I feel like it proved a lot of people wrong. A lot of people did not know how they were going to feel about it. I feel like, especially with the kind of dwindling down of the appearance of Nev Campbell in the franchise, a lot of people are kind of losing their their cult following for it but I feel like Jenna Ortega really really like sold her part and she she kind of put her foot down as if like I'm here to stay even though who knows she might get killed in six but you didn't hear it from me I do think that each Scream movie that continues to come out they just continue to up the antics as well and I feel like that's what makes it fun to watch. You really, you never really know what they're going to do with it, where they're going to take it. And I, I was actually looking into it the other night. Every single movie comes out with a different set of rules. And so it's fun to kind of watch them as they progress and grow. So I'm very excited. And it takes place in New York. And I love the horror trope of the, you know, different horror icons traveling to New York City and slaying yet again so yeah that's set to come and i don't think y'all are ready for this i don't i've never really talked about this movie on here maybe for one of my halloween episodes but trick or treat 2 is in development right now i'm very excited there literally is no cast no true synopsis for it either like (laughs) the imdb page is pretty blank but it is confirmed and that's all I need that's all I need to to believe in it and to get excited for it the original trick-or-treat was in 2009 and I absolutely love that movie I didn't watch it in 2009 because I was literally only nine but when I did watch it wow the feelings I felt you know it's a classic Halloween movie every Halloween I need to watch it, and if you have not watched it, maybe you should, because why haven't you yet? Some of the other movies that are set to come out in 2023 that I won't go into as much detail about, um, Evil Dead Rise, The Exorcist, Insidious, Pumpkinhead, Salem's Lot, and The Strangers, which is in production, and it's going to be starring the one girl from Riverdale, Madeline whatever her last name is, the redhead, she will be in it. I don't know how I feel about this one, I will say, because I don't know. I just feel like, do we really need a remake of this movie? Because it's not a continuation. It's a remake. But I'm like, we literally had a continuation of it in 2018. So why can't we just have a trilogy, you know? I loved the original The Strangers. It's so scary, even to this day, like, so scary. And I loved the second one simply just because of the aesthetics. And that pool scene, the pool, oh my god, yeah, sold me. So there's a lot of stuff coming out this this year in terms of remakes and continuations. Will there be a lot of people disappointed? Maybe. Will there be a lot of people who... A, discover a new love for a specific franchise, or B, are are surprisingly pleased. Yes, I believe so. I will be one of those people. Moving on to the horror movies that are set to come out completely original. Guys, I'm... Wow. Okay, so the first one that I want to talk about is titled Cosmetic, 
And it's based off of a story idea by James Wan and Ingrid Basu. The filmmakers and real life couple R.H. Norom or Norman. I maybe spelled that wrong, but okay. And Michelin Pitt are set to bring a new body horror film to screens. This film will be set in the beauty industry where one girl is on a deadly pursuit of glamour and perfection. I'm looking forward to this movie because, you know, body horror is something that is not for everyone. Sometimes it's not for me either, but I do love when it's used as an allegory for overconsumption and consumerism, just how much of ourselves we're willing to give to gain something, if that makes sense. So like Thinner, Stephen King, that one is a really good example of body horror that I am good with, <laughs> that I'm like, this is this is perfect, right? But then you have other body horrors like Hostel, which is just, wow, oh my god. Hostel scarred me too, but that's for another episode. Now, there is very little information on this title besides what I pretty much just gave you. It's still in development, and... From what the synopsis gives, or the summary gives, I'm expecting a mix between Black Horror, Alfred Hitchcock, and Twilight Zone. I think it's going to be very much, I'm pretty sure there are actually episodes similar to this on either Twilight Zone or Alfred Hitchcock Presents, but also Black Mirror is just very known for its uses of allegories in terms of the um, capitalism and consumerism and gluttony and everything like that. I am very looking forward to that, as well as Michelin Pitt is heavily involved with the world of beauty, has been for a really long time. She has her own fashion line, and she's also been named, I think, Allure's, like, um, gothic beauty influencer or something like that so I'm excited to see how they incorporate her perspective if they do because I know she has some tea and I'm I will be seated for it the second horror movie that I am anticipating for sure is Dark Harvest which it's based off of a book that won the Bram Stoker Award and it's going to be directed by David Slade. It's currently in production. And this film follows the kids of a small Midwestern town as they discover the truth behind a Halloween urban legend that resides in the cornfields and confront it head on. I remember hearing about this in October around like Halloween Horror Nights and everything like that. With the young ensemble cast that, you know, the summary alludes to, it's giving Fear Street or It. And I love those movies because of having such a young ensemble cast. You have kind of like this coming of age story mixed with the horror. And I truly do love those tropes indeed. Slade has also directed a film, a part of the Twilight Saga, Hard Candy with Elliot Page, a young Elliot Page, and Black Mirror Bandersnatch. So first of all, those are all kind of different movies, but he directed Eclipse, the Twilight Saga Eclipse. I loved that movie. Hard Candy is always, 
you know, on somebody's list in terms of great psychological horror thrillers. It's up there with like Promising Young Woman, I'll say. And Black Mirror Bandersnatch, that had great cinematography, um, great use of colors. Of course, that one was like choose your own destiny kind of thing. But I still enjoyed watching it, even though I kind of picked the plot myself. So I feel like he's going to use his great mind and bring the story to life very well. The next movie, which is actually supposed to be coming out this month, is Brandon Cronenberg's Infinity Pool. Now let me tell you something. I first saw this trailer in the theaters when I went to see Bones and All, I think. And at the time, there was no date for it. It just said coming soon. But I saw Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth, and I was like, I'm sold. I don't need to know anymore. I don't need to see any other trailer. Just tell me when, when and where I need to be, and I will be there. But then the trailer came out, uh, the like official trailer and official date came out, and uh, yeah, so they're saying it's going to be in theaters January 23rd, maybe the 26th, maybe they changed it, but I know it's in the 20-somethings. It follows a couple on an all-inclusive beach trip, and they're exposed to the indulgent violence and horrors of their resort once a fatal accident causes the veil to drop. The trailer, literally, it's so, like, it's so mysterious and sexy and terrifying at the same time and confusing, and it just makes you want to watch it. Also, it is uh, produced by Neon, which is kind of up there with A24, and they always come out with very innovative horror movies, so... I feel like this is going to be some great cinematography and great cast chemistry. Yeah, you will be hearing from me after that movie comes out. The next movie on my list that I want to talk about, which, I mean, is a continuation of a current movie franchise, but it stands out from the rest because it's Maxine, directed by Ty West. This one is currently in production. Um, we don't know a lot about it except for the fact that it follows Maxine in the 80s after everything that happened on the Texas farm. And she's trying to pursue her goals of being an actress. Ty West has done something that I and a lot of people have never heard of before, which is coming out with an entire trilogy in under two years. Um, he came out with X, which was in February. Then he came out with Pearl, which was in October or September. This oops, The time just kind of meshes all together for me. Um, and now he's going to be coming out with Maxine, which is set to be in like the fall of 2023. And his trust and reliance on Mia Goth really just makes these stories that he's telling multifaceted. There has been some kind of like insider scoops on the production of Maxine and apparently um, Mia Goth is helping to write the script for this movie as well, just like she did with Pearl. And so it's, it's nice to be able to watch this evolution of this character from both eyes of Ty West and Mia Goth. 
So I'm very excited because I loved both X and Pearl. With Pearl, they used the like the 1920s kind of cinematography with the with the Technicolor aesthetic and everything like that. So I'm really hoping, and I mean with the with X too, they also kind of um, embodied the 70s aesthetic too. So. You know, I love me some good 80s movies, and I'm excited to see what they do with this one. The other movie that I have, like, not a continuation, original film, is called Year Two. It's in post-production currently. It's going to be directed by Stephen C. Miller, who has a pretty lengthy track record with some good casts as well. He um, tends to kind of fall back in between like horror and thriller slash action. And so this movie is about a group of scientists who race to stop a mutation that produces werewolves out of regular humans. Now, as much as I love my vampire movies, I love the transformation of a human to a werewolf. And I hope that they rely on practical effects as much as digital because werewolf movies have always been known for their use of practical effects and just seeing the evolution of you know from the very first time that a werewolf transformation was caught on screen which was probably the wolfman and then just seeing it how and how it changes over time i'm very excited to see how they use um you know modern techniques and technology as well to bring this to life even more than we've ever seen. Last but not least, um, the other movie that I found that is coming to our screens, hopefully in September, is Cuckoo, which is going to be directed by Tillman Singer. Before this movie, it seemed like Tillman Singer kind of just stuck within um, independent films or... Um, international films because I believe that he may be German but like you know there's nothing that we've probably seen um, that he's done before so I w- I want to think that this is going to be his first like big big project and it's currently in post-production but it's super secretive you can't find the plot anywhere even though it's in post-production you can't find the plot you don't know what it's about but It is a new Hunter Schaefer project, which for me, I've only ever seen her in Euphoria, and this being a horror movie, I'm excited to see how she brings her skills to this genre and to this new character of hers. Um, And also, you know, besides that, it's just intriguing with the fact that the plot is literally so secretive, because why, why don't you want us to know? You know, so I kind of feel like the trailer, once it does come out as well, the trailer is going to be one of those that kind of leaves you thinking, what did I just watch? You know, what is this about? Literally, I don't know, but I will be seeing it anyways. It's kind of like, it's kind of like how I felt with men. You know, I thought I, I, I thought the trailer was super confusing, but I also thought I knew kind of what it was going to be about. And then I go to watch it and I was still left confused. And, uh, Yeah. So hopefully I have a better experience with Cuckoo. But that will mark the end 
of this 2023 anticipated movies list that I've just provided to you. If you have a Letterboxd or an IMDb, make sure you go, you add some of these movies to your list, to your watch list, and keep an eye out for them in your local theaters because they will be coming to you very, very soon. And then I will be talking about them on this podcast so I want you to be prepared for those discussions because they will be lengthy and you do not want to miss the tea that is being spilled on this podcast. Now, I'm sure some of you may be new here. And if you're not new here and you still don't know this information, then we really do need to have a conversation. But in the case that you do not know where to find me other than on this very app that you're listening to this episode... You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Your Horror Podcast, which let me, let me, side note, I had someone question me on that handle. They were like, Your Horror Podcast, not My Horror Podcast. And I was like, Unbound and Rewound, you are Your Horror Podcast. I thought I was so smart for coming up with that because it's like, It's your horror podcast. Like, it's the podcast that you're going to be coming to. It is your designated podcast. And and the name don't lie. So if you're here right now, I'm assuming you're going to be here all year around. So that's Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Your Horror Podcast. I'm also on Letterboxd at Avery C-O-F. If you really like what I put out and you're like, man, I really think that this girl deserves a little a little something-something for all her efforts, for all her hard work, for her love of horror, I do have an Amazon wish list, which I just started because I was like, I don't know, let's, let's, see, let's see what happens. So if you do think that you just want to, you know, gift a little something, whatever, um, you can find my Amazon wish list in the show notes below. Do, do what you got to do. Um, if, you, if you would like to be a guest on the show, I have a guest form finally, and you can find that in my link tree, which will also be in the show notes or on my Instagram, in my bio, and you can fill out that form. Tell me what movie or book you want to talk about, and I'll reach out to you. We'll chit-chat a little bit, and we'll get that thing rolling. So, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this very first episode of the season and of the year, and I I hope that you continue to stick around, listen, and trust me and my horror opinions. Happy New Year, everyone, and I'll see you next time.